All right. Is that, oh, PKN479. What's up, boys? How's it going? How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Excited for Halloween. Still haven't oh. gotten my candy for the children yet. Have you? Have you gotten your sodas and your fridge out on the porch? You weren't yeah. just talking big about all no. that, were you? I decided to go with uh, jammers, those um, those Kool Aid jammers, the little you know pop the straw on the top things. I know that seemed, <laughs> yeah, you know that that's for the audience's sake. That's that seemed uh, better than just cans of, of of Coke. That like I don't know, I, I wouldn't trust some children with a can of Coke in the back seat of my truck for on a Halloween night when they're trying to get a Tootsie Roll unwrapped. So I thought mm-hmm. this is a friendlier beverage to give kids. So I got a bunch of those. They were really cheap. And uh, I get, you know, the big mixed candy bag. And then I bought like a bunch of Ferrero Rocher things. Those those little hazelnut balls that that everybody thinks are fancier than they are. Yeah, that's oh, like good. a Berenstein, Berenstein Bears thing. Every mm-hmm. single, unless it's a meme that I'm not catching on, on because <laughs> I remember specifically asking if we could get those at Walgreens with my mom when I was a kid because I had had one at like a grandparent's house, those Ferrero Rochers and her like acting like, Oh no. Like as though it was prohibitive. A Fabergé egg that you wanted to jostle around. Like someday I'm going to be the guy who can buy $21 candy boxes from CVS impulsively. And now that I'm an adult, I haven't been that guy. You know? Oh my God. They're 50 cents each. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, Really? Not that bad. My father didn't want to give out Halloween candy. He's diabetic. Don't judge him too bad. He rides his bike 28 miles a day. It just, you threaten 80 years old. You threaten 80 years old and shit happens. So he's like, look, I don't want to give away Halloween candy because uh, I'm diabetic. And now we've got candy laying around the house tempting me. So my mother came up with a compromise because she would like to give it away. Sometime, I don't know, clock will strike like 8.15 and she'll get tired of giving out candy and say, okay, lucky trick-or-treater, here are 37 Snickers bars. You get the rest. And they're yeah. done. They'll turn the lights off, and that's how they're doing it. That's, that's a good great. way to do it. That's, you just a, that's how you one lottery it. winner. Like, yeah. what I'm going to do is just leave the bucket unattended, completely full at some point. And I, I mean, I've seen the kids in my neighborhood. I know what's going to mm. happen. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna steal the candy. You're These are not a oh let me leave some for the others kind of kids. Trust me, like, I've seen little <laughs> oh, right. around. They all got little electric scooters and fucking like it's it to my eyes it's like Marty McFly shit. Like one of them's got some sort of electric fucking um, inline skates that he's like he's like dancing while he slides by and his friends filming him on TikTok sliding the other direction and I'm just like. What year is it? (laughs) (laughs) I I live in one of those neighborhoods where like I look out and there's the parents of every kid like on my sidewalk watching them like get candy from me. Like I can't remember any years more than like a couple groups of unattended kids. Like I, I open my door and then I give like the adult to adult wave to them, you know, down the little hill of my front yard onto the, yeah. the sidewalk. But I've been addressing the costume that'll scare. It won't scare any kids, but it'll scare the adults the most. It's going to be a yeah. loose fitting robe. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be blue chewed up. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Oh, no. The ultimate crime. High stakes. Uh, Hi, I'm scary. Uncle Randy. <laughs> Randy. It's like, I, I, hey, while you're all here, I was supposed to tell you when I moved in. 
Anyway, nice to meet you. <laughs> Walk in hard. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have a fucking Nazi next door with a flag in his yard than, than Uncle Randy. Oh Jesus. my God. I I would take any political weirdo over a pedophile. Because at, at worst, it'd be like, hey, shut up with your fucking Mao Stalin shit. I see you whispering to my kid. Or like, hey, I think you did you just teach him to Sig Heil? Well, you don't that's have something, any kids. That's something between a father and a son. We don't have any kids yet, so it's, it's you know that we that I know of um, that you know. So, not really worried about the pedophile. What's he gonna do to me? You Nothing. Know? He if couldn't anything, be less interested in you. If anything, the parents would be like, "You see that house, Billy? You stay the fuck away from that one." By by coincidence, <laughs> he'll stay away from mine. I'm right here. You know, I'm sh- I, I'm shielded by the pedophile. It's like those leaf frogs that'll will that will like get underneath a tarantula, get a little tarantula underneath them to guard their little clutch of eggs. That's what that's what the pedophile's doing for me. He's just come on, little buddy, get in here. Them kids will leave you alone with me. I see that you're hiding under his yeah. his broad. Everybody wings always looks at the negative. Everyone looks the focuses on the negatives of pedophilia, and no one wants to yes. wants to talk about the the many many pos- positive. I'm I'm pretty sure that's how the Greeks invented math. One boy, two boy, you know, three boy, four. Euclid's fifth postulation. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Euclid's fifth postulation. <laughs> Euclid's fifth ejaculation as he's meeting children, inventing shapes. Like this guy's <laughs> was he the was he the geometry guy? Euclid, Euclid was the geometry uh, guy. Something to do with shapes with Euclid. The Euclidean. Yeah. Well, well, he came up with the five like pos- Euclid's five postulations. Oh, is that real? Yeah, that's a real thing. I oh. don't know them in order or anything, but the fifth. Don't po- don't frame it like you know them out of order. The first postulation is, some, is that like um, a, a point. It defines what a point is in this very like it's it's like a it's like yeah. Webster's dictionary for geometry. It's laying mm. out what what everything else will be based a, on. A number must exist. It can be neither positive nor negative. I don't think he says anything about numbers. It's about points and lines. And the fifth postulation is something about if the the interior angle of two parallel lines is this, then that. And so for like 2,000 years, scientists were trying to prove or disprove the fifth postulation uh, in all these various smart mathematical ways that go a bit over my head, maybe more than a bit. And uh, it's, it's really fascinating. I need a whole YouTube video to tell me why it's fascinating. But if you look into it on YouTube, you'll enjoy it, too. It's almost as much fun as that um, uh, simulation theory stuff. Okay, well, some of these postulations are like stupid easy like i could have come up with this well again they're 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 like uh the webster's dictionary uh, is defining what things are and how things will be all, for, for geometry it's lost to work is stupid easy right like if two lines are drawn which intersect a third in such a way that the sum of the angles are less than two right angles then the two lines inevitably must intersect each other on that side if extended far enough it's known as the parallel postulate. It sounded like two lines on the same plane, if they're not parallel, will eventually intersect. Mine not blown. No, but back then, big. Like yeah, This just um, leads into my, I'd be the smartest person in year one. I, I think the fifth postulation <laughs> applies to non-Euclidean geometry, that, that stuff where um, like the uh, like reality is being warped. I, I don't think it's as simple as you think it is. Like like maybe you're reading it wrong because I don't understand it either. I didn't. Are I you claim suggesting to. I don't understand? You There's a whole video about. <laughs> there, 
dare I you? I swear, to, I watched an hour about like um, the geniuses of the of the of the 18th century, like trying to figure this out, and through trying to prove or disprove the fifth postulation, discovering whole branches of mathematics along the way. I'm missing something because they're like. Uh, a straight line can be drawn from any two points. Yes. Again, mind not blown. I yeah. think Euclid's a bit of a punk. Do you know how many slaves died testing that theory? He just picked, <laughs> he, he just picked two points and made them draw lines. <laughs> Master, why do they? Why must they be so far from apart? <laughs> why is one at the top of a mountain? Such as a reward in ancient Greece. Yeah. A, a straight line may be extended to any finite length. That was only because, like, yeah. And couldn't it be extended to any infinite length? Just with imagination? Right, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you can, like, if the universe is infinite. Do they still say that? Or is that something like that? I don't even know. Uh, point What's longer, a line or a ray? Using, uh, yes. using <laughs> I think using his geometry and the... Um, the uh, uh the, those those um, postulations they were able to determine that the universe is flat based on uh the way the triangles intersect or something it was you really should watch the video it's very it's very fun so I, they, I don't they, know. they skipped you it see, here's the thing having not seen the video i feel very smart and i feel like your <laughs> video would relieve me of that impression yeah <laughs> who it's wants got that a british guy narrating how am um, i supposed to feel smug about flat earthers if i buy in that the universe is flat well, you'll just go over to Boogie's Twitter and then you'll feel smug again. I'm going to read from it now. <laughs> Please October 31st. I'm scared shitless. It's interesting that he did this around Halloween. So mm. I had Mike Klum film me at my worst and my best. I admit to my biggest mistakes. I hold myself fully accountable. And if you make it to the end, I hope you can see the hopeful message in it. Link below in response for the premiere. And then it's got like... Basically, he's made himself... A documentary about himself. He's made an audio autobiography, uh, <laughs> and um, it's called "The Dark Sad Life of Boogie." Again, he named it. I'm sure, <laughs> and there he is in this thumbnail, looking real down and out. And there's a countdown. Seven isn't that the? Days. Isn't that the oh, dark and sad? Isn't that like the Netflix text of some horror show? Yeah, it looks like they're, they're trying to look like the, they're on Netflix, like they're a thumbnail next to uh, Tiger King or some shit. What could he possibly confess to at this point? Yeah, well, I don't think we want to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about pedophiles. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, what new information could Boogie possibly... Like, I feel like he's just going to rehash the stuff that we've watched for a long I, time. My guess would be that he's going to sort of open his heart up and share the darkness within, you know, his sort of inner thoughts and, and uh, um, you know, issues and, and all that stuff. Maybe talk about being abused as a child and... How if, it, if it if if it the opening scene is dramatic and then Black he and like is... He's, I just, I hope he's wearing eyeliner. During, <laughs> during the I hope video. that he's occasionally played by an actor, like you know, Unsolved Mysteries, and that actor is like, you know, a good two hundred and thirty pounds lighter than him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just... Like, is that supposed to be Boogie? That guy's ripped. <laughs> Dude, I would do that. I have someone way way taller than me to reenact me. But yeah, I don't know what the fuck Boogie is up to nowadays. What is his? What are you doing on YouTube, Boogie? Well, he we... had that. He had that big win boxing windfall. 
<laughs> well, the big boxing loss. Getting well, you get, smoked you get paid up the ass way. by wings. Paid either way. He knew he was going to get beaten up. He knew what was going to happen. He may not have known it was going to be quite that bad, but it was the writing was so on the wall on that one. It's not like when two professional athletes go at each other and look, hey, that guy's job is also knocking people out. It's not like that, you know. It's mm-hmm. it was never going to go any other way. Sometimes two kids go out at the playground and you can run it back a hundred times. Billy's going to whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Boogie's going to lose that every time. If I'm Boogie, though, I sometimes you think you have a chance. You know what? If this goes right, if I land the first shot, like it, say you're better than me in Mortal Kombat, but somehow I get your health meter halfway down, you know? Just caught you unaware. Yeah. I'll I'll give Boogie the credit that he did he knew based on how his first punches were thrown. Like there's no he was barely able to raise his arms. For yeah. a sustained amount of time. He wasn't able to raise his arms for the whole fight. He was walking like the, his gloves had lead in them and they were constantly yanking towards the ground. Like he knew That's I have his, no shot. This is his goodbye. Well, he's not going to off himself and he's not going to quit online. So goodbye. What does that even mean? You know? I think it's oh. just a way to get attention, but it's a, it's an online shit. Everything's to get attention. No revenue. It's entirely free. I'm soliciting no donations. It's not about the money. It's my swan song. Kyle added that. <laughs> no, no, it's no, no. I, oh, I, read I, didn't, that. I didn't read this one song part. A oh, actually, appearance. Zach highlighted it in blue. Or yeah. Final act or public statement. I don't buy it. I don't think this is going to oh. be his final thing. I feel like this is a well-worn YouTube tactic. The I'm leaving, the teary apology. Like, like the, it, these are tropes at this yeah. point. Dude, every YouTuber is, is Michael Jordan. When it, comes to, <laughs> when it comes to retiring, there's five you know false starts and, and take backs and not us like just constantly going back on it. And the, this will be no different. Like, what what's he gonna do? Like, what other That's, job can he do? I look forward to fast forwarding through it and um, and I look forward for any, to summarizing any interesting it points of it. Yeah, you know, I'll have to come back. If there's anything interesting, I'll let you guys know. But I'll um, watch it for real. Hey, that's that tweet about it where he's claiming, you know, he's not making any money. That just people don't do things for, for free. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, like, why'd you write a musical? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, why'd you write a musical, thing? Charlie? <laughs> why'd you write the musical? Bull fucking shit. There's always a motive for everything. You don't just mm-hmm. do things. It, being no. Not, you don't make a documentary. <laughs> you might make a sandwich because you're bored. <laughs> you're not going to make a whole make a documentary. Fucking documentary. You know what I mean? Especially not one that like seemingly is going to reflect very badly on you. Like if I had a documentary filmed about myself that I was in complete control of, and my oh. response, and my sincere response, not the not the drum up response, was like I'm scared shitless. I shouldn't have said made up all those horrible things about mm-hmm. myself for attention. Like you'd shut that down. Yeah, of course you would. Um, you, know, you, you don't want people thinking that you're actually a drug smuggler, you know, cartel affiliated guy, just because it would no. get clicks for a day. No, and that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna pump up some stories about how he got a fight at, in a fight at Circle K, and some guy mm-hmm. got scared, and that's mm-hmm. that's gonna be about it. He, that he and like, him, like it wanting apologize and admitted that was untrue and unbelievable on our show later on, right? I think that I believe yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we got to forgive him there. Forgiveness. Yeah, I kind of needed that too because. It, it irritated me that he came on and just like lied to me the unbelievable lies. I think I was not okay with myself 
for nodding and being like, what happened next? (laughs) (laughs) And then what? (laughs) Yeah. I uh, punked him good. (laughs) You got him. And then, and then the everyone animal. clapped, <laughs> and the guy and the and the the retail worker said, and, "And son, you can have all the Charleston shoes you can carry." <laughs> and so I did. You know, two Charleston shoes. <laughs> that's how I got a lifetime supply of gasoline. Gasoline. Yes. I, I I think we've only called people out a couple times. You know, normally you're just trying to be polite and. Mm-hmm. And you certainly don't want to call somebody out, and then they show you like a fucking bullet wound scar, or like, or like yeah. where a shark took off. He's like, actually, and he takes his arm off or something. <laughs> like you don't look like a. Yeah, it was much of a shark attack, and he's he wheels back, and he's just a he's just the top yeah. of a person or something. There'd be no so, way to come back from that. You'd have to be like, well, it seems like I'm right. You aren't much of a seaman. You, you got dominated out there. <laughs> like you, <laughs> you lost. You know. No wonder uh, your boat sank, Mister. A series sweep, like a bunch of no hitters from the shark to you. Like that's but, what happened. But, you know, the one guy who was talking about his somebody stabbing him, his dad stabbing him in the stomach with a knife. Like that's just a serious thing. Yeah. If someone stabs you in the stomach with a knife, you know, there's lots of valuable shit in there that you can't stab with a knife without dying or or getting hurt real bad. Yeah. I don't think Show we had me. the time to delve into that very much because we couldn't figure out how to rob a jewelry store. <laughs> That was the same guy, right? Am I? I don't think so. I think I, I remember oh. that being a younger guy. Um, yeah, two different, two people, different people. Shit. It, it blends yeah. in. I remember yeah. the of all those guys, the only one who didn't end up having like at least some fun content come out of it was the producer guy. Oh, like, he was he was the only one who literally gave nothing. Like didn't want to talk about anything. Didn't want to invest. Like we are trying to let you explain what your job is in the context of your Netflix series. Like, oh, it's really just a self-insert. This is embarrassing. And then, like, no. Yeah, I watched. <clears throat> I tried to watch that shit later, and it was just so, so awful. It was so awful. It oh, the bad. the self-insert shit. I, I, I never watched the show because I wasn't the target demo. But you know, Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. They made a remake of Powerpuff Girls. I guess recently in the past few years, mm-hmm. and one of the writers kept writing a clear self-insert of himself into the story as like a lover or, or like a dating like blossom one of the powerpuff girls zach p- throw that picture up you know, hopefully you're already looking for it because it's like a writer for the show who got brought on and as soon apparently this is what the meme said as soon as he got brought on this other character starts getting in- injected into it and he looks just like that guy except not jacked he's uh mm. The real guy is just a glasses-wearing dweeb, seemingly, and he just yeah. continued to make himself the write-in date of Blossom or Buttercup or Cherries. I don't know what the third one's name is. I don't know what any of the names show. are because I don't, you know, I'm not a little girl or anything. But uh, but that's odd. That's odd. It that's is. not as odd as that one guy. Um, was it iCarly or something? It's the one with the ketchup the foot on guy. the feet. The yep. foot guy, Dan Schneider. I don't know how I feel about foot people. Is it always sexual or or sometimes it, it, it just this other weird kind of thing where their dick doesn't have to come out? I then I'm okay with it a little more. I think it's sexual at its core, right? Like, you know, the way someone really enjoys a hot fudge sundae sometimes and, you know, it's like, they, I treat myself once a year. Oh, it's so decadent. Like, maybe that's how he is about sticking his He treats himself a, once a year to 11-year-old's feet Well, then, yeah, maybe just... Maybe he stops by while the kids are in the pool 
and takes all their socks, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Man, this guy's the worst prankster ever. It's the same fucking prank every single time. (laughs) (laughs) Just sniffing socks. He's he's just like head head buried in the cubbies at Oshkosh Bigosh. I have a question for you guys. Hypothetically, you're a girl, right? Mm -hmm. You're on a date with this guy, and it turns out he's a foot dude, right? That's Mm. his thing. Do you lower your standards to let him off for how much you have to like him, right? So just hear me out. Not really in the single scene, but like if you're a girl and you're going to fuck the guy, then you probably have to really like him or at least at some level find him attractive and cool and whatever. Sure. Blow him maybe a step lower, right? You know, like you, you want to like the guy and he can't be gross, but you might blow someone you won't fuck, at least not yet, right? Feet stuff. That's like easier than hand job, or at least it should be. Girls should be handing out like use my feet for masturbation inspiration, like a hug. No, I yeah. So um, I've actually talked to girls about. I've actually talked to girls about this, and and some girls I'm sure feel that way. But I think what a lot of girls think is feet are so creepy. Like the last thing in the world I'm going to do is sit here like let you like jerk off on my feet. Like, like, no, I don't want part of that. That's most girls feel that way. That that's some, that that's odd. I yeah. think that the most of the it's positive reinforcement that these gentlemen get comes from women who are paid to give it, because by and large, women don't want. I mean, they might want you to lick their feet, but like, they, there's no ladies that want you to like like fuck their toe gap or whatever, or like put your feet together yeah. like like this or whatever. Whatever those that's strictly do. a guy thing. I'm not into feet, and it's one of the kinks I can't understand. Oh, right? Like it, it. I'm not really a big boob guy, but I get it. I get it. I can see how people would be. Um, I'm not really a big like fat ass guy, but I get it. I get like I can see the appeal, even if it if, if it's not my like bullseye. Mm-hmm. Feet are actually a little yucky to me. Oftentimes, a touch crusty. Probably the. Dirtiest party, not the dirtiest part of your body. That might be your butthole or something. But they're right; they compete, right? You you take your feet, you wrap them in like heavy cotton, and put them in shoes all day. On long. average, yeah. it's the dirtiest part of your. By body. By the time you get home <laughs> your, from your work, hands dirty too. It's, yeah, yeah, but you clean them right away. Yeah, true. You're stomping around with those filthy feet all the time. You step on and, something, you're like, eh. It, it, it would be terrible to my hands if I wore work gloves all day long because I wear shoes all day long, right? My yeah. socks are not sweet smelling if I take oh, them that's off what at they're the after, end of the day. Though. They want that stink. They want those pheromones. I bet there's a whole gamut of the feet guys who some of them probably are like, oh, those clean feet, that's disgusting. Give them to me all sweaty. And then other like, ones I, are like, I'm a foot guy, not a weirdo. Clean them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't think that I understand it because my, when I think about it, I'm like... I guess like cute feet are cute on a cute girl. But what I'm really thinking is like anything on a cute girl is cute. It's like, it's like, it's like your gloves are fucking cute. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you're yeah. so fucking hot. Anything attached to you is fucking hot. Like when I see that Salma Hayek clip uh, and from Dust Till Dawn, where she pours the liquor down her thigh, down mm-hmm. her foot into Quentin Tarantino's mouth. It's like, yeah, I'd love to do that too. I'm not into her feet. I'm just into Selma Hayek. Yeah, <laughs> like, a really like, hot girl. It, this is the thing that it catches my attention. They'll grab some outlandish belt, right? It could be a big fat cowboy belt buckle. It could be rhinestones. I don't know. And if the girl's hot enough, she makes that belt rock. 
You know, like that's that's what they can bring to the table. Whereas if you put that same belt on fucking Lizzo, <laughs> it's not hot. Yeah, need it's a, a bracelet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bracelet. <laughs> yeah, the the yeah. foot thing, like I don't notice, and I think this is probably the the if you're not into feet, like I don't notice a woman's feet unless they are like noticeably small or noticeably big. Like I, she has to have feet way on either end of the bell curve for me to be like, that, oh, I might take on? notice she of feet uh, or she has tiny feet. brightly painted toes. Like if they're on display, like I could be like, oh, look at that. She's all done up. I'd be that as like, oh, she's, she likes to, to beautify a little beautification, making right? herself look nice. She's probably, you know, all trimmed up down there also. See, immediately I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah. that's how I know you're not a foot guy. Feet. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to draw some inferences about shit I do care about. Yeah. What does your pussy look like? <laughs> yeah. Why can't you just be a normal guy who's into pussy, you fucking weirdos, with your feet? But also, like, it's is it the most innocent little fetish ever? That's kind of where I was so non Like, if, right? Because if I was like, if, if I was a gay guy and I'm hooking up with some dude, some sexy guy, mm. and he wants to beat off on my feet, yeah. I, you know what? Actually, I, I'm convincing I think he wants myself to fuck in him. this I, in in this thought experiment right now. I've changed my mind. Like no, I, he wants to fuck I wouldn't your feet. like. He it. wants you to like like you, you lay on your stomach and then no, you could probably lay like, like lay on your back, but kind of bend your knees up and and, and put your feet together to make like a, a, a pussy. And then and then he grabs your ankles and he fucks it. That's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. And I'm, and what am I doing the whole time? I'm just laying there. Yeah, you're laying there. He's moving my leg around like like he's changing me like a toddler. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly like that. This is hypothetical Woody gay man, right? You take me out to dinner. Oh, Doctor Scholes, but there's no spark, right? You've taken out to dinner, but there's no spark. I don't want to fuck you. I don't even want to blow you because look, I I don't think there's going to be a second date. But I am appreciative of the fact that you paid. So if you're a foot dude, let's dance. Women don't think that way. That's never happened once in the history of, of women and men existing. This is gay yeah. Woody. This is never There's no way gay guys would get to the point where they're like, oh, you're in a foot stuff? All right, I'll, give me a foot fuck real quick. Like, there's no way that's on the menu. It just no. happened. <laughs> it just did. It just fantasy. Like, it just, fantasy. I just want to fuck your feet. You have Wouldn't Johnson's it? baby oil. No, <laughs> I'm, then I'm out. I'd feel like I would need something else to be doing. Like, I don't want to be just laying there while he's jacking himself off with my feet. And I feel like women would feel the same way. Some Taylor, guy I'm going to expect a little there. dirty talk. I can't get off the gist of your yeah, feet. You're supposed to be what do I do with my off? hands? I got both hands open. I can't even reach down to him. Am I, am uh, I going to help? You got to put your hands on your own dick. You're working his nips. You're working his nips. <laughs> oh, so now I'm like now I'm like making my upper back sore because I'm leaning yes! forward. Uh-huh. Yes! This is about him and his power. And, he, and his power over me. And then yes, he's going to want feet. me to talk dirty while he comes on my my nasty fucking feet. And on the and like like the whole time on repeat, it's playing these boots from Mayfu Walk and, and that's just what they'll do. And he's just like, oh, fuck. Only yeah. that line. Yeah, over there. <laughs> it's, a keeps, it's a mix. Keeps yeah. cutting out and back in like a horror movie. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't think I most women guy. want uh, you to jack off on their feet. And to Kyle's point, it's going to be what what they would call a red flag of oh, this guy wants to beat off on my feet on our yeah. first Tinder date. This guy's yeah. a fucking weirdo. If he's exposing this to me day one, 
Yeah. What's lurking under now the surface? Now you're just being hurtful. I'm well, just see, I don't like you associating the feet with other like awful things. Or but 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 yeah, I, I feel the same way. Like if a I don't know, I don't want to be spending a whole lot of time doing that. I was really hoping that you just liked getting your pussy eaten or something. Yeah. <laughs> like the normal stuff. Yeah, like, you know, like like I'm okay with doing some some other stuff, but like is a cornerstone to your sex life foot stuff? That's the real question. Is this like a weird Saturday night? Or is this every time I got to get out the foot lotion? <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, do, am I going to have to pay that. for your, pedi- your pedicures so that I don't get a hangnail? And it would make me self-conscious because I'd be like, I never really thought if my feet looked good or not. Like, now I got to pop my feet off and this guy's a foot connoisseur. He's going to oh, be no, judging my feet hard. Taylor. No, he wants some rough. He wants he wants. Working. Wait, he wants to be... Is it humiliating to me or to him? He doesn't care. Or is how it you both feel. of us? <laughs> he's, he's he's a bit of a psychopath, so he doesn't care how you feel at all. But it's okay. it's all about him being humiliated by your dirty, dirty straight man feet. Oh well, then no, no, I would not like that at all. It, that's yeah. just a, that's just bullying. Oh, your feet are so disgusting; it gets me off because I'm being humiliated. I'm like, whoa, I'm right here taking your <laughs> load, bud. Like I'm, not, <laughs> I'm right here on my back, legs up in the air. I'm just Wait, picturing feet and trying. Okay, they're, they're never mind. <laughs> They're just not pretty, uh, you know. I mean, I mean, even pretty feet just aren't very attractive. The utilitarian anyway. parts of the body, like I only notice them on really anyone. What about unless, armpits? Like, could you could you, you could you could you do some weird stuff to an armpit? I'd rather yeah. not. Like, I'd rather, there's so many better. Places. I'd be down. I'd be down to get in there oh. and look around. There yeah. wasn't. I, it, it, I would rather lick a. Girl's you gotta be careful. You ever lick an mine. armpit with deodorant on it? It's it is the worst. Shockingly dry. It doesn't smell like morning mist. Deodorant on your tongue is one of the most uncomfortable things ever because your tongue needs to be wet to do its job. But deodorant is, you know, very the good at preventing that from happening. So yeah. you just. I remember once my sister sprayed spray deodorant in my face and it got all in my mouth, and it was the worst sensation ever. I, I can think. I can taste it right now. I can taste it right now, and that was 25 years ago. <laughs> you're like, you're like a cat, where you're just like, <laughs> I, 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 I was just. Did you deserve this abuse? No, she yeah. always escalated to weaponry so fast. Okay, like, okay. I thought like, I actually it, thought you were gonna be like, yeah, it, it was justified. God, an argument with her would immediately like because she is two years younger and a and a girl, so. If, if it does get physical, I'm going to win. But she would immediately go to, like, knives and stabbing weapons like the Terminator. She's just... Mm. What were these fights over? Like, you weren't, like... Remote control. You were sharing? The remote control. So back then, we had satellite, not cable. Okay. I don't even know if cable would... I guess you need multiple boxes. Box was, like, 75 bucks a month just for the box. And the, No, it wasn't. I don't know why... It we was just probably that you were a little remote. Yeah, most remote people have satellite. Or at least they did. My grandparents always did, and they were in the middle of nowhere. They, they couldn't there get was, cable out there. Well, there was one. Um, my, my point is there was only one remote in one box. And we did not want to share that. We had She wanted to watch like Blue's Clues or some sort of Nickelodeon shit that she was already way too old for. Mm. And I was <laughs> like, like, it's like, you're eight years too old for this shit. I don't want to watch this. Like, and it's it, like Blue's Clues is like toddler shit. You're like learning your alphabet. And she's like, in high school watching this shit. And I'm like, fuck no. Anything but this. CNN, Fox News, fucking A&E. But please, can I just watch my mystery stories or whatever I want to see? Yeah, put sports on literally anything. But the children's It would be a fight. And I would end up usually hiding in a room because what am I going to do? Like beat her up? She'll stab me though. 
What was the biggest stabbing stabbing implement she ever threatened you she, with? She grabbed a steak knife or something, like like you know, like a mm. like a personal steak knife. You'd use it, yeah, like not like the big butcher knife, but she would grab a steak knife. All for mostly, blues clues. There the, were lessons it, it, in blues clues about like not being violent. It wasn't even about like stabbing though. She was throwing. She would throw dangerous things, and and, and women do that. I feel like because they feel like oh, I just threw it at him. Like what? Like it doesn't count. It doesn't count. I didn't mean right. for it to go in his eye. I didn't hit him. <laughs> I used a range attack, which is socially yeah. acceptable. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not responsible for what happens if I throw it at somebody and it kills them. Like, like she, she was, she the, would just throw a fucking knife at you. The way and a chick threw a throws something, night, you can't predict it, too. She threw a fork at my foot one night, and somehow it stuck, like, like prongs first, and mm. went into my foot so deeply I had to pull it out. It was like a, it was a good fork. And oh there were three holes. It was a four-pronged fork, and there were three bloody holes in my foot. Because it kind of went in at an angle. It, well, what, what were you doing? Did you not report this to the authorities, your parents, and like get them to be like, hey, sister. What am I going to do? This was like an argument over the microwave. Yeah, and she escalated it to blood. That's you, you got you the, We were driving her. to school one day, and she pulled out a switchblade and just stabbed it in my car seat. Oh, well, th- why? Just Why not? All right, I'm Wait, starting to is, see why you guys I'm aren't trying close. to understand your car seat. Are you a child in a car seat, or are you an adult who owns a car with seats in it? I'm an adult who owns a car with seats in that motherfucker. Oh, well, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 16 years old, driving like a Ford a Ford F-150 to school with her in it. I'm driving her to school, and she goes <laughs> and like stabs it between us into the goddamn seat. And you're like, oh, thanks for ruining my seat just for a second. What do you do? <laughs> like, it's not even technically my truck. You know, daddy bought me the truck. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah, I'm going to tell owner when I get home. That's all I can Grab do. the fireplace poker and teach that bitch a lesson. No, she's a rough customer is all I'm saying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what God does adult her like? Did, is she like, yeah, I, I went to zero to 100 a little too quickly. Uh, I mean, you know, I I, I was probably antagonistic. I, I'm, I'm not trying to act like I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Jesus Christ, she's a rough customer. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. My like nothing like even approaching that ever happened with me and my brothers. Like because well, because no your brothers, you can like sock each other if things get go too far. I'm I'm I, I just have to walk away. That like I said, I didn't get. I she had that Nintendo sixty four. I, I could only play when she was like on a sleepover to some girl's house. I could play a little Paper Mario and then wrap the cord just right and tuck it away so she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Your guys' anti-sharing rules at your house, that doesn't make sense to me. That that would have been like my that dad would have like punished me if like if I got an N64 for Christmas or something mm-hmm. and it came out two weeks into it that my brother was like, Hey, Taylor hasn't let me play even once, even though he said he would. My dad would be like, Is that true? You've just not let him use it at all. You've said no. Even when you weren't using it, you wouldn't let him use it. Okay, you're not using it for the next two weeks. It's only him. No, that's like fair. my dad would have done some Solomon shit like that. See, I think it's hmm. fair. I'm, I, I do think our way was right because I wasn't going to let her on my ATVs or I wasn't going to let her shoot my rifles. I wasn't going to let her put on like the sunglasses or the goggles or the use my paintball equipment. And those were the things that I would get for Christmases. Like my Christmas present would be, I don't know, we'd had like maybe $1,000 a kid budget or something like that. And, and we kind of had that broad number in mind as kids when we, they would get us these big toy books that's mm-hmm. just, oh, man, I can't tell you. I, I bet they don't even make them anymore. The Toys R Us catalog. Is yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's what it was. 
And as a I'm kid, sure they don't make that anymore. You'd circle them. They're <laughs> adding more brick and mortar stores like now. Uh, some they're trying to make a comeback. Good. Uh, so maybe you can just like like, but but yeah. for the longest time, maybe the last twenty years, you couldn't. But as a kid, that catalog was full of just oh my god, a new this and a new that and just all every cutting edge uh, like oh, laser moon tag. boots. I was big into laser tag and anything with lasers. And uh, so what I'm getting at is I would be like, that shit breaks. That shit's plastic. And, and I would want a gun or I would want mm. uh, like a four wheeler. So it's, like, it's like, can I just get a four wheeler? And it's like, well, four wheeler costs more than $1,000. And it's like $3,000 four wheeler. Okay, well, I've got this much money. How about I give you my $500 and you go get a four wheeler and I make payments on it by working for mom or, you know, like mm. I'd work something out. But I wasn't going to, so her 64 was staying in her room, and, and I understood that. So, but she was a shithead anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't let you play the N64, even though you would let her ride around in your four-wheeler. Absolutely wouldn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fuck off that shit. No. <laughs> we mostly had, go- we had golf carts a lot. My dad uh, always, we had two or three golf carts that we'd ride around the property. I was thinking about that recently. That was so much fun to cruise around on those, and I mean, oh, inevitably yeah. wreck them a little bit and learn how to drive and it was really good for learning how to how drive. How did you reckon? Tip them? Ramming, the, just running into shit. I remember ramming into each other. One of them was a true, was a four-wheel golf cart, and one was three. And so that thing's really unstable, oh, a three-wheeler golf cart. So you could get that thing doing these, doing some wonk, wonky stuff by flicking the wheel back left and right. And you know, We're eight years old. We didn't give a shit about Were you on like a gravel road or something? Or just <clears throat> like, like driving on a, on the, in the field? feel like they wouldn't do well in a field. I mean, we kind of lived cart. in a field, you know, like like it's just you walk outside and there's just you can kind of it's it's a field basically with a driveway to it. But I mean, a golf like a golf cart would suck in a field, wouldn't it? It was it's smooth enough. No, dad's it's got, it's got, it's got a tiny little wheel. Not not. I mean, like it's meant to be driving through like a fairway or like rough, which is like <laughs> a, a week. And the a half wheel's a little bigger mowing. than the ones you see on the like. The only thing that would ago. stop it would be the creeks. Um, the, but the golf carts would go just about everywhere as long as you get into rough terrain. I can remember distinctly how much speed we'd get up to to go up certain hills because the chicken houses are built on these uh, big flat pads that have hills that drop off sharply on the ends, and you have to get maximum 23 miles per hour to <laughs> like hit that thing at the bottom and make it to the top. But yeah, those things were fun to kind of learn how to drive as yeah. a kid. I remember playing on four-wheelers on the farm and my grandparents constantly like that was the thing I was most excited about that or paintball in the woods, like spending a huge amount of hours building a fort for like attack and defense and then doing paintball with like any friends that came down there or my brothers or whoever. But I remember my mom was like big on like, all right, you're right. Taylor's six years old. He's ready for his first ATV, but you're gonna, (laughs) you're gonna put a, that was when I got my first ATV. I was saying, and yeah, uh, he was like, and my, my grandpa sold it where he was like, shit, I'm going to put a governor in there and screw it in. He can't go any faster. And then I, my mom bought it and was like, oh, okay. And my grandpa did put a little, cause it was a screw. You had like a screw that was screwed into the side of the little thumb pressing ignition area. And then yep. it kept you from accelerating. So like you, you couldn't jam it down all the way. It would just go halfway or however long. And over like a very brief amount of time, the rattling of the, ATV shook that screw loose, but it never would just fall out. And so, like, I would go out to ride, and I learned that you do a little lefty loosey on that bitch. <laughs> now you're flying out there because it was it was like a kid's 
ATV in that it was smaller, but mm-hmm. it could still go as fast as a normal ATV. Still 150 cc. It's still a, it's still really <laughs> like I, I there, it was not. I shouldn't have been riding around as fast as I did when I was like six, but I never had a bad like fall or anything. I wonder if things I had a. Do they still let six year olds have ATVs? Like I don't know. Like 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 seventies and eighties, people had freedom to go places in in the way that is not a normal way to raise kids anymore. To just be like, open the door in the morning and say, "Don't come back till sunset." That's not what people do nowadays. Yeah, I feel like I was at the very end of that. Like mm. where my parents just kind of did the that. They were like, hey, no, it's, it's not, you know, until it's dark out, it's an outdoor day. It just fucks around. I think that, like, where do you go now without the malls? Like, now that there isn't a mall, you know, two or three malls in every town with like a movie theater and a galleria and, you know, food court and arcade and a bunch of shit and a big fountain just to sit around and like meet people and hang out or something. I don't know where you're supposed to go. Exactly. Because you could when do that was, at the mall without spending a shit ton of money. You could go hang out, get a little food, maybe buy a you know, hat or something. I but now, where are kids going? But it was much more common to go to the woods, build forts, uh, try to build shelters. Um, what else did we We rode bikes a lot, played Dungeons and Dragons, someone else's house. Yeah. Uh, we were more no. woods kids, too. Like, the mall I, was fun when, like... It, the mall wasn't fun mm. until like I got my driver's license and then it was like, oh, I can pick a girl up and then take her to the mall, which has a theater in it. And so we can go, you know, see a movie or whatever. The whole like getting dropped off at the mall in middle school was cool for like two hours until you're like, well, I don't really have any money. And now I'm just kind of at the food court with a bunch of other 13 year olds with no money. You're right. We're probably bothering everyone. I have eight quarters and <laughs> eight hours. <laughs> uh, I knew I it? shouldn't have hit Sarku Japan twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that good at video games. I can't I can't stretch this for eight hours. See, I would have liked that. I never I was too young for the arcade thing, but I Ooh. always thought the arcade would be fun to, to yes. go mess around in. Dave and Busters it, is the closest I've gotten as an adult. Yeah. Dave and Busters that's, that's is super the, expensive. Is it? It is. Yeah, for what you're doing, it's pretty expensive. I guess I haven't I haven't been in a while. Yeah. I remember uh oh, it's been a long time. I uh our boss when we were, I was selling cars, like took everyone and gave everybody a card with a bunch of points on it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I think that was literally the last time I've ever I, I went. Yeah. You ever, the, did you cheat at ski ball? Did you climb up in there? Clunk, 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 not clunk, clunk. only like maybe once in my Chuck E. Cheese days, because I saw an older kid who for some reason like me being six or seven and seeing like a devil may care 11 year old crawling up there and just like shoving him in the hole i was like whoa this guy plays by his own rules (laughs) (laughs) and then like in in my head i'm like we just need to make sure that adult over there 16 year old you know doesn't catch us and and shut us down and no i never got in trouble for it and i think i only did it once because i was a pussy and and also, even like the whole point of cheating at skee ball would be to maximize your ticket revenue. And yeah. skee ball, at least at my Chuck E. Cheese as a kid, was never a Not good ROI. Right. Like, if you, the more fun the game was, the worse the ticket ROI. So, like, you could get the best, the best game was the interactive bucks you around uh, Jurassic Park. That was the best game they had there, but it didn't feed out any tickets at all. But what you got a bunch of tickets was that like bullshit where it's like hit the slam the thing when the light gets exactly in between these two posts. 
And oh yeah. You, you waste I a bunch that on thing. that. I hated it too because you, it was like full of all sorts of valuables. Yeah. And it made you like realize gambling as a kid where you're just like, God, just a couple more tokens and I know I can get it. Yeah. I know I can get it. I'm getting so close. Ah, I fucked it up, but I still got close. That's that's 10 tickets. That adds to the total. You're going to get that inflatable fucking that one thing that's baboon. always pushing the row of quarters ever closer. I, mm-hmm. I, I always wanted to just shake the fuck out of that thing. Just like, give I, me the quarters. I did shake that at <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese once and an alarm went off. <laughs> yeah. They, I'll tell you what, they get over there quick for the coin. <laughs> because it's not, it doesn't go whoop, like, and then like alert it. It is like a get, like everyone, all hands on deck, you know, drop the show and the birthday party, everyone in here. Like, cause it doesn't stop until they like reset it. Damn. And so like, I was like maybe 10 and I was just aggravated by it. And so I did a little just a little shake and then it started going whoop 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 and it goes until a guy comes over and is like do you shake it it's like yep no and he's like all right whatever i'm 16 and i'm dealing with a bunch of drunk parents at a at a first grader's birthday party in the other room just don't do it again and uh he also took all the tickets that were hanging out of the machine oh yeah and in fairness they were all from the the shaking. the shaking yeah, the shaking. yeah that's why they don't allow you to shake it there. that's the ultimate uh like if you can <laughs> if you can shake that thing and have an alarm not go off you are made in the shade because I just it buy a roll so of tickets you just buy a roll of tickets Stay like off, off amazon internet. and show up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tickets <laughs> you're like just opening the economy the, like, i don't i, I pass them out to kids like ten thousand <laughs> tickets at a time with kids just ruining the economy <laughs> I'm gonna hmm. I'm gonna destroy Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> by having them have to buy so many Xboxes that they go out of business for these kids. I never once saw a kid actually be handed no. a console from the top shelf. Of course not. Never. I, don't, I think nothing I, in that box. I think I saw a a kid get a boombox, <laughs> and that was the highest quality. That's it was probably the enough. lowest quality bullshit boombox ever. It? God, it must have cost a fortune to earn a boombox. <laughs> yeah, so you could play all his cassettes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> boombox, and his CDs. So, yeah, but I remember like I thought that was like cool at the time. I'm like, whoa, that guy can like walk around. I guess his house with a boombox <laughs> bothering his, on his entire shoulder. family. I, yeah, unironically, like uh, yeah. that dude from Do the Right Thing, Rakim Mahim or whatever his name is. You remember that movie? I don't know that movie. Damn, expand your film knowledge. I work yeah, on Jesus it. Jesus, It's a Spike Lee movie that, that I had watched like in school. Have you seen the new, see any of the new season of Rick and Morty with the new voice actor for Rick and Morty? That seems too depressing. I don't want to do Oof, that. You noticed it right away. Really? <laughs> he did not try to duplicate the old voices. He just plowed really? the path. Yeah, yeah. Mort- yeah, it's just. Is he good? Is it seem pretty good so far? Eh, I don't know. Isn't he also the main writer? No, I think um, oh. I think the other guy who looks like obese Santa Claus uh, is the main writer. Him and like a team of people. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I'm. I mean, Rick and Morty hasn't been good for years anyway. Like, I'm. Fair. I'm not going to jump back into it. But how how do you get rid of the main voice? Like, you couldn't keep Sonny going without Charlie and Mac. Like, you. I agree just- with the Sonny thing, but in cartoons, I I think the two of you being good at accents are particularly sensitive to changes. To me, you could get a new Bart, a Homer, Lisa. I wouldn't even know. 
You could slip that right past me. Oh, I noticed that shit. Like I, like I, if they tried to switch out a voice actor, like even if the voice is on, I recognize voice actors. Wait a minute, that is not that's not the cadence that Hank Hill says that in. Like that's not how he would have said that. He hit this word harder, and it's not like you you just notice it in real time. It's like an uncanny valley thing. Like, I'll recognize, right. I'll be watching animation. I'll be like, oh, that's Jeffrey Combs. They got Jeffrey Combs this week to do the voice of, of this character or that character. Like, I'll definitely, I don't know. I I definitely noticed, I thought it was a little funny, although now I can't remember exactly what the episode was about. Not a good um, sign. Yeah. yeah, not a great sign. Um, oh, Rick and, um, and Jerry try to do like a Freaky Friday brain swap, but they did it in a really convoluted way where... They like had each other's. They didn't swap minds. They swap. They swap brains or something, which is different. You know, like like your mind in my brain. They're because one mm-hmm. guy's a genius and the other's an idiot. I think I think Rick was trying to prove a point, but then when he started experiencing what it was like to be as retarded as Jerry, he just blew his brains out immediately. <laughs> and then and then um, now Jerry's trapped in Rick's body, full of augments and rocket lasers and he's like okay i can fix this and then he immediately kills himself too accidentally so then the computer system in the garage has to piece him back together so they just become an amalgamation of each other just a sort of an average mix of of both which is i don't know two cool normal characters who become like best buddies and like start kicking ass together so that was fun i like that episode and hmm. morty just wasn't in it didn't want to stress the i don't voice remember too much didn't want to have him doing both yeah, I don't remember Morty being there. Maybe he had a B plot. Um, again, I was I was eating some gummies at the time, and mm, that's uh, the way she goes. Yeah, and, and you know, I get the broad strokes of those things. I need I a know. new TV show. I don't have anything. Did you guys watch that Blackbird show on HBO? I said to uh, no, about the good. prisoner. With I put the, it in the watch list. Yeah, it's it's a mini series, so it's only six hour long episodes. So you guys will breeze through it it's really really fucking good it's the last mm. mini series i watched that i was afterward like damn i wish there was more of this this is really good it's about a guy in jail falsely accused maybe maybe not don't know what what the situation is and he's is he white like, he is white yes he didn't do it yeah see that was my first thing <laughs> <laughs> i was like this guy couldn't have done it. or if he did he's he a had a good reason guy. yeah <laughs> what's his side of the story what tales I want to does he have to tell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet these... it's nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's really really good. You would like it. It's uh, okay, especially like I I think Woody, I think you'd like it too. Now, Kyle, I know you would like Blackbird. It. You said Blackbird. Yep. Well, let me HBO. tell you the the show that or I no, Apple 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 TV. Here's what I highly mm-hmm. recommend. This is my third or fourth time recommending it. I recommend two different things. One's uh, Spawn. It's the animated Spawn on HBO. It's old, but it's adult animation. I think there's dick in there. I think there's pussy, maybe. There's definitely titties and gore. That's real mm-hmm. good. Um, but, oh, shit. What, what was the thing I was actually wanting to recommend? Oh, I don't know. For... <laughs> it literally just slipped my mind. I wanted to like also recommend Spawn, and then the other thing slipped out of my head. Like It just fell out. You just you can't remember what you liked so much. <laughs> I lost it. I but lost you it. loved it, didn't you? Tune in next week to find out what show. <laughs> I, I got eight minutes. I got eight minutes. Talk about something else while I dig this up. It out. No, no. Let's keep Kyle on the spot. Kyle, yeah. what was it? Think hard. Here, no, Woody and I are going to help. We're going to name television programs, and you say mm. yes. Or no. All right, was it South Park? Was it Blue's Clues? 
The Outsiders. It. It's it's Steven. See, I spurned it. I, 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 I You did not. I had to zone you out like a Buddha. Thank God I'm glad I could help. Yes. Blues <laughs> clues that made him. It's like all oh, my mental faculties to silence you from my mind's eye and try right. to a place where I could see that movie poster. What what is it called? The movie? Uh, the The Outsider. Uh, it, it's a Stephen King series on oh, HBO. I watched that. The list. Oh, you did. Tom yeah, Cruise. I like Patrick him. Swayze. He's like we have to catch the. No. Yeah, he has he's he has like those what is it called? The it with the child rapist in Georgia. Cloviate there's some word for like when you don't get S's right. He doesn't say S's correctly in his voice. Lisp. Do you notice that? Yeah, but it's like a specific kind of lisp. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't I don't know the different uh uh, uh variants. He does have a speech thing though, right? The guy you're thinking of, the the main guy, the investigator. It doesn't come that? to mind right now. I'm sure if I saw it, I would I would pick up on it too, but I don't remember it. But that's a good show. That is super spooky. Um, the Outsider. It's either, I think it's The Outsider, but it might be plural. It might be Outsiders on HBO. I've I recommended it a bunch of times, but I love it. The first episode is like captivating. You'll be right into it. It's they find a boy who's been like murdered or or murdered or whatever. Yeah. Maped. He's been maped. Uh, like a 12 year old boy's been maped to, to death. And uh, they started quickly investigating, and it turns out that all signs point to like the the cool baseball little league coach who's played by uh, what's his name from Ozark, uh, nice guy McNicey. Oh, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Jason. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything seems to point to Jason Bateman having maped like cool little twelve year old Opie, and uh, and so that's how the 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 thing opens. It's wild. It's a it's a sad show. Uh, there, there are some very sad moments throughout it. Very intense. Well, it's a moments. sad, it's a sad I spooky like time of year. Uh, I, I feel like everyone should it be is. a little depressed. Well, it should be, it should be a spooky time of year, not a sad time of year. Sad time of year, death. Did you see Bad Words? The movie? Is that a, t- a show? All right. Oh, so a t- Bad Words is a movie with Justin Bateman in it, and uh, he, <clears throat> there are rules that keep adults out of spelling bees. And I think the rule was written as like. You can't have finished the eighth grade. Well, mm-hmm. it turns out Justin Bateman plays this guy who is both a genius and never finished eighth grade. So he goes up there and like the ESPN big spelling bee and he's like 40, but he's Justin <laughs> Bateman. So he looks really good. And he's just kicking the shit out of all these children in this Indian bee. kids. <laughs> yeah. And they all hate him and he doesn't give a fuck. Also, he's rude, right? So like, I don't know. The kids will be like, why are you competing in the spelling bee? It's not for adults. And he's like, I'm going to fuck your mom after this. (laughs) (laughs) Can you spell penetration? Bumps him on the forehead. Exactly. (laughs) There's a kid. It's like he's playing mind games with the kid, but I think the kid's playing mind games back and you can't really tell what's up. And I enjoyed the movie. Then there's an overarching plot where he's trying to get revenge on someone. You don't understand it until the end. Trying to get revenge through the spelling bee. I, I would not enter. There is nothing to gain as an adult entering a spelling bee for children. The best case scenario is you look like a bully. I think it's a prize. Is it 600 grand to win that? How much is it? What? Really? It's not trivial. Let me see. Oh, damn. I didn't know it was. I, bet, I had I no bet idea they, were, they gave money out. 50 grand. The, it's 50. Yeah, grand. you want to hustle the parents into getting them to pay you to drop out. That's what you do. Mm. That actually makes some sense. But then why wouldn't 
Yeah, yeah. I guess you it's just, a, it's just a bad kid? way to make money. You ain't, this. You wanted this on his like fucking Yale entrance exam or whatever. Like, or I'm uh, yeah, I drop out for ten thousand dollars, but then you don't drop out. You get that fifty k too. Yep, double dip in. <laughs> yeah, double contracts aren't binding in this state, bitch. You thought you could fucking make a contract with a guy who sneaks into children's spelling bees, you dumb cunt? No, I have no honor. Now, excuse signed me. right here. I need to go sm- spell, you know, ornithological. I'm <laughs> Ronald McDonald, you dumb bitch. You get 50 grand to win the spelling bee, 2500 from Webster, and then a $400 membership to Britannica online premium. What a shitty prize, like a website login that they say is worth 400. Yeah. That like that cheapens the 50 grand. It does. Like that should, those should be like participation trophies for everyone. Everyone gets a TGI Fridays card like that level of shit. Cause Mm -hmm. that's ridiculous. 50. It's like, Kyle, do you want to join my competition? I'll give you $10,000, an Applebee's gift card and a a coupon for one free back rub from me. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, stop handing these out to the kids. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be paid in coupon books from this philanthropist pedophile (laughs) who loves spelling bees and children. (sighs) You get a one you get a all expense paid trip to Little St. James Island to yeah. relax on the beach with my friend Jeff. Anyway, bad got, words, fun movie. Yeah, right. I'll check that I'm glad out. we caught all those pedophiles. We don't have to worry about them anymore. Done I'm, and uh, done. Wait, which pedophiles did we catch? All of them. We caught them, we rounded them all up. The island's uh, pedophiles. Yeah. The Saint all, James all the rich and powerful ones that that, that were lurking oh, and problem uh, solved. Yeah. Right. Giselle and you holding up your trivia sheet? Yeah, I'm hoping there is trivia this week. I didn't see back from the trivia ma- meister. Uh, Nor did I. I might just write questions tomorrow if he's not if he doesn't respond. Yeah, I'm sure he'll get back to us tonight. If not, I'll maybe help or or something and write some as well. I uh, I'm looking forward to trivia. Looking forward to uh, dressing up. Um, I couldn't settle on. I, I I won't spoil it. What I what I'm dressing up as, but. I have no idea um, yet. I just have to hope the costume store has something. I ordered good. my costume. It arrives tomorrow. Excellent. Ooh, nice. Excellent. Nah, I didn't want to risk an Amazon Prime delivery not getting there until Thursday post showtime. So I'm not going to order it because I still haven't ordered one. I don't know what I'm going to do. I bet it'll be more fun to go out physically and browse around. I can yeah. talk to the, the costume experts. At the costume store, at the seasonal costumes. Choose all the guy costumes. You get slutty prisoner, slutty doctor. Yeah. Slutty. Man, I'm excited. I'll tell you what you should be. You want my recommendation? Sure. Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. Dude. The wrestler? Fucking costume. Yeah, the wrestler. So the Iron Sheik was a big wrestler and popular because we just had all that shit with, with Carter and Iran. And then it was a, everybody hated him. And then Hulk Hogan (laughs) would come out living in America with a big American flag. Like, like Hulk mania had run wild all over the the iron Sheik. So I feel like now we've come full circle. The Iranians are back in the news. Um, Look at this little, yeah, look at that guy. Now this is obviously him well after his retirement because he's a celebrity guest as you can see there but yes. i would have loved to have seen him when he was a wrestling champion um like like see the on his the shirt that that old man's wearing you can see a picture of what the iron sheik looks like ah, <laughs> he does look he does look pretty he's got similar. the head wrap 
he has this uh, this Iranian head wrap that to middle America looks like terrorism. <laughs> yeah, that big power. Another nice easy guy. guy. Imagine this, Taylor. Uh, you could be Kobe Bryant. This. All you need is a jersey and some shoe polish. That's true. It'd be Kobe <laughs> Bryant. A good idea. I could wear. Like, I could do something tasteless for the helicopter. I don't know. What can I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just have like a crash site. You could have a halo. <laughs> and you could do a crash site as your fucking uh, background no. yeah. on, the, on the video call. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great idea. It's like, no, this is respectful. Only <laughs> halo means heaven. Bro, if I want, if I hated him, I wear horns. The blackface is never respectful, Taylor. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I, but why? He's just very badly like burned that? from the fuel. Yeah. Ah, yes. I'm like, I like full throatedly defending it. I got big white lips. Like, <laughs> You're doing a dance. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that would be, dude. Just, just ruin my life. Just, 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 got a bucket of KFC. Like, like, dude, you, you meant it. You meant it. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. the most, just hit every uh, fucking light. I want to say every time I see like one of those Russian helicopters crashing, I, I, I if I'm in mixed company, I go Kobe, because <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care. I just don't care that that man could play that game. And you know, he was a rapist. He was a rapist. That is he what was a rapist, say. but he's really good at basketball. So, so good at basketball. Counterpoint. He had that that black mamba energy. Do you have to? Yeah. You have to be like an all timer. For them, for people to just overlook shit like that in Tra- sports. Yeah. No, no, you just got to be like an all star. You, if you're Malone? like a three time all star, like Carl Malone level, like I don't know is, his is accomplishments. Carl Malone, not... a Hall of Famer? Um, I think he is sure. a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think he's sure. like one of the top 100 ever, top 50. Ever. They yeah. give you a card when you get inducted, one free night of fun or <laughs> whatever the fuck. I think he impregnated say. like some children and said when he was younger. Like, like you I, did. I Woody filled me in on that, and I was like, yeah. it's true. And then it is true. Mad TV used to do a Carl Malone impression where they made fun of him just being stupid, and it's hilarious. Yeah. It's like I am. I I just I'm not a pedophile. I just struggle with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Malone, third most points in the history of basketball. All right, so, that's even higher good. than Kobe. You had a score. Yeah, you knew how to score. Who's number one? Oh my LeBron God. James. It took me a second to get there, guys. Is it Kareem? Is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar the number one? Yeah. Oh, dude, uh, dude. LeBron. Malone. James. He was Malone was putting up fourteen every night in the eighties. I know it's LeBron James. He passed uh, Kareem. Nice. Well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the the oldest living, to my knowledge, seven foot tall man. Ooh, no, man. think about it. Nobody if you add else to your lived. knowledge. Then 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 every yeah yeah you add to your knowledge, toy, like, isn't it? it yeah. Like, okay. Well, well then let me, be, let me fix that. The oldest seven foot man. Oh, Who by the way, on? like I know it's time to wrap, but I was right about the UFC fight, Taylor. I knew it was going to turn into some political shit. The the one fighter wins, and in English, he's like, "Ah, oh, fucking world peace and juju bees, everybody." And then he goes into Arabic, and he's just like, <laughs> 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 "That's and funny." Chechens have a real heart. If Kardarov, the warlord I'm always complaining about, allows me, I will. then Allah will send me to Palestine with a rifle. It is easy to fight here in the UFC in shorts, but they, you know that's not what's in my heart. 
I will go and kill. <laughs> Who said this? Uh, um, the the, the, yeah, the main, dude. Yeah, Kamzat. <laughs> he he's beat Usman, right? Do I have my people? Yeah, right? yeah. Although okay. it was rather close. I, was, I heard was, that. Uh, I didn't it was see a good it. Fight five rounds. It would have been. Uh, I would five. Everybody I wants it. Was, to, wait, maybe I misunderstand what you said. It was a three it was round three. fight. Yeah, and yeah, everyone feels like a five round fight would have been very different. It was a wild card. Mm. Um. It was crazy. That one-eyed guy was the beginning of the night, and that it's so weird to see a guy who's clearly has one eye, you know, you know fighting in the UFC. He had no takedown defense. He kept getting taken down, but <laughs> from the bottom, he was so dangerous. He was twelve-six elbowing that guy in the top of the head rapidly. There were no rules enforced at this thing. The doctor was blind. The guy gets kicked in the balls, and he's borderline crying. Like I've never seen anybody hmm. this hurt. Did he get the, disqualified? He's he's no no contest. The doctor's going. He didn't hit your balls, and the guy's like, <laughs> <laughs> he can't stand. He's holding his balls, and he can't stand. Was he's that Johnny sobbing. Walker? Was that that one? No, no Johnny Walker, Walker takes an illegal knee to the head, and the doctor goes, "What country are you in?" And he goes, "I'm in the desert because we're in Abu Dhabi." And he goes, "Fight's over." <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny Walker's like, fuck it is, pushes the ref out of the way. And he's like, come on, Ankaliev. Like, and he's like, like, Ankaliev is like, you're not gonna call me out. And he starts squaring off too, and the whole ring fills with people. Dana White eventually has to come in and be like, get your fucking corner. You get your fucking corner before it all cools off because nobody sure the crowd loved it. it. I mean, it was a melt. The fight had, was like a minute and thirty seconds long, and you'd already had this foul. Johnny Walker it, fighting uh, Ankaliyev. Okay, yeah. All right, so here's the deal: in the UFC, you guys know this. Um, when they do these like remote fights, like if they do a fight in Japan, it'll tend to have a lot of Japanese fighters in the card, and they arrange it in such a way so that the Japanese fighters are almost all favorites. You know, they're, they're yeah. likely to win their fights. And this time was in Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. And I want to say the, the various Arab guys won all but one fight. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, that should have should be right. Um, and the Johnny Walker fight was even, uh, I think they called it a no contest or something. There's a few ways they can go with that. It should have been a disqualification victory for Johnny Walker. It's mm -hmm. like, hey, you rattled this guy's brain so bad with your illegal move that now he can't continue. You lose, he wins. Mm -hmm. We've been fighting here for a minute. I, that's what I would have done. That's not what they did. Uh, there were a lot of controversial things going. The one guy that was like screaming, my balls, my balls. And the doctor's like, you're fine. Like, like that was crazy. Makes um, it he went to the hospital for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They carried him um, out of the, you know, to the to the back. But the really? one guy that only has one eye to, to like further Woody's, it's a little bit different in Abu Dhabi. In Japan... And a Japanese card or a South American card in Brazil, yeah, it'll be stacked uh, against America or whoever the bad guys are to them. They'll do that every time. But, oh my God, the scales don't matter in Abu Dhabi. Khabib missed weight on his championship fight. Everybody watched him miss weight. He did, he did the fucking towel thing. And did then, Khabib uh, do that? Yes. Okay. It was either the towel thing or when they let the, or when the scale is still doing that jiggly thing because they're using that. They use a scale for the UFC championship fight that's from my high school. <laughs> Wait, where they use like the the iron like they're ball, like you move it over, and, and the th and the thing is still like moving. And he goes one eighty four point four, and they're like, okay, and they just everything moves along, and and, and you hear somebody go, 
he lost six tenths of a pound in an hour. And they go, yep. And they just keep things moving along. They do it all what the time. What is the towel trick? They just hide so, the display and go, I did really it. trying to cut it close and get that extra decimal. So you make championship weight, you'll disrobe completely. You want to be balls out naked. And so they put a privacy towel around you. If you bring your hand down and put any pressure down on that towel, you want your boys to pull it taut, taut as fuck. So when you put a little pressure, it's not visible. But with your thumbs barely touching them or the towel, you can take significant amounts of weight. Zach, like, can you trigger, find the Daniel Cormier towel you, picture? A trigger pull, for example, on like a lot of guns is a pound or two pounds that you're pulling. It's five pounds on New York City Glocks, I've heard, that they like tune them up so they don't waste as many burrito carrying civilians hmm. <laughs> it's not working so like taking a few ounces off is just a little wiggle wiggle here there it right is now. that's this the is the towel trick this this guy missed weight by two three pounds something like that so he puts his hand he takes his underwear off so now they have to bring the towel out for his privacy and you can see <laughs> he's taking a pound off or two or three to make weight by holding the towel yeah uh. That's clever. I like that. He just wants it's old wrestling trick. It depends if you like him. Like if you like him, you're like, that's a veteran move. If you hate him, you're like, he's clearly cheating. Cheating. Yeah, that's that's definitely cheating. <laughs> but, but <I> <laughs> because because it, one of two th- he, he could have been he's clearly too big to fight in the weight class. That's what you just proved. Too fat. And if you if he'd kept, yeah. Uh, well, presumably, but we can't we can't give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he's just too powerful. Maybe he just slabbed on some extra muscle. And, I'm not going to deny know. my eyes. I can see the man's too fat for 205. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here boy. doing a podcast. I'm skinnier than he is right now. He's a butter bean. He's a, he's a, he looks like uh, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when that bitch uh, got turned into a blueberry. DC is always like oh. 10% of the way to becoming a blueberry. Violet man. Beauregard. Yeah. You shouldn't know that character's name. Why do you know the <laughs> Because, because you know Violet. Well, I know she, Violet, she but changes, how do you know her last name? Changes colors. What's because right, what's, is she the one that chews the gum continuously? Yes. Yeah, I think she's the gum chewing bitch. Violet. They got to remake shit. You know, they just remade it again the, with another Johnny Depp one. Yeah. No, of course not. No, they, the whole new different thing. Oh well, see the they waited like a hundred years in between the first and the second one. And then they waited like six years between the second and the third one. I don't like that. How about a new story about an eccentric candy making pedophile? Hmm. How about that? Who, who sends children through a horrifying internal tunnel with scary things phased onto the wall and threatening music, man, that that scene scared me. When they go through that tunnel, uh, when they go through that tunnel, if you're paying attention, it is a very unsettling scene. Um, His performance is a big part of it. You know, he's 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 talking you through the creepy tunnel as you go. Yeah, it is. There's scary music. Well, I got to go put some furniture together. All right. I got dinner waiting for me. PKN 479.